Hey everybody, Dan the Nutrition Ninja here, back for another amazing podcast. Um, earlier this week, I was sitting down with uh, one of my clients. Um, in addition to the online programs that I offer through the Nutrition Ninja, I also, along with my wife, own two small group personal training studios. And I was meeting with a client that had been with us for uh, about three months or so. She started... Uh, in our beginner boot camp program and was doing phenomenal um you know she commented to me how much better she was feeling um, she had felt stronger she wasn't as tired all the time awesome stuff awesome stuff but she also said to me that the scale number had moved at all um, in fact she had actually gained a pound in the in the three months she'd been with us um, but what was amazing was as she was talking with me about it and i was kind of going through the process whether she was also telling me some other things which was that she had to go buy new clothes because the clothes she had weren't fitting her anymore and, and that's where she got a little confused and was trying to figure out how the heck that could be she'd actually gained a pound but she had to go buy new clothes because the clothes she had were falling off of her and, and it's not an uncommon thing and I thought it would be an excellent thing to discuss in the podcast because I see it all the time with a lot of people. Um, you know, we, we fixate on that scale. We, we are obsessed with that number. Um, ladies, especially you. Uh, guys aren't so much with the scale number. Um, they focus on other things. But, but you ladies love to live and die by that scale number. And as I've talked about before, it's probably the last thing you should be using to judge your fitness. But she really wanted to, you know, understand why it was. Okay, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about that and kind of relay what to you what I had relayed to her. So, you know, how is it that the scale number's not moving yet she had to buy new clothes? So, you know, let's kind of talk our way through that. So it's pretty common knowledge. I think we all know that when you start exercising um, and doing exercise, you're going to burn calories. And in theory, that should help you to shed some pounds. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. And knowing that, most people think that all they need to do is exercise and they'll start losing weight. Now, to be fair, that is part of the equation. Um, roughly 20 to 25% of it is exercise. Uh, the rest of it, kids, is in nutrition, which we've talked about and will continue to talk about. But for the purposes of this, I, I want to stick with just the exercise portion. So, you know, again, you think you're working out weight should come off because you're exercising and you know it's a fair fair assumption to make but but there's some problems with that and we'll get into that uh, now you may take it as bad news but the truth is that for those that aren't exercising or haven't been exercising and start up much like this woman did uh, you know she was out of shape she's be the first to tell you that beginning an exercise program can lead to weight gain which is what she was seeing okay now uh, let me let me give you a caveat here you shouldn't use this as a reason to not exercise and i've seen people do that the infamous i don't want to get bulky statement that many 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 people make again primarily you ladies hate to say it that way but it's true um, you know i don't want to get bulky ladies guys whomever it's not working out that's going to make you bulky. It's those cupcakes you're eating every night that are going to make you bulky or those glasses of wine or 
whatever food it is you're you're overindulging in. Okay, um, so don't don't fall back on that because the truth of the matter is you do need to exercise for a lot of reasons. Um, weight loss is just a small part of it. All right, so. Knowing that, what is it about exercising that can uh, make you gain weight instead of losing it? And it's a fair, fair question. Now, we just talked about bulkiness, but a corollary to that is muscle mass, okay? And a lot of people equate adding muscle to ending up looking like Arnold, okay? Uh, I'm going to pick things up and put them down. Now, let's, let's be honest, okay? Unless you're working out in the gym, five to eight hours a day and living on burpees broccoli and chicken in other words a super clean diet and lifting heavy heavy weights day after day after day you're not going to get in quotes bulky it's impossible okay especially for you ladies you don't have enough testosterone in your body to do that now you can do it if you really want to but usually it takes a little pharmaceutical help aka steroids or HGH and Arnold is on record that he even used them so if you think you're going to end up looking like Arnold unless you're sticking needles in your butt you're not going to okay but getting back to our topic which is why would you possibly gain weight as you're working out is you're going to start adding muscle mass um, the exercise you're doing especially if you're strength training Okay, which you should be, kids, is that it's going to promote the growth of your muscles. And if you're not used to working out or haven't used muscles regularly or certain muscles regularly, after exercising, you're going to be sore and your body's going to go, what the heck is going on? I would use another word, but I'll save that one for later. Okay, it isn't heck. Um, so what happens is Mr. Brain says, hey, you know, John or Jane is making me do all this stuff. I don't have the ability to do it. I've got to add some more muscle so that I can handle the load. Okay. So after a while, you know, your, your muscles start to grow. And while you do start burning off fat, muscle is being added to the body. Therefore, more often than not, when that happens is you're going to see the weight gain in your muscles. Okay. And that's a good thing, guys. That's a good thing. Especially since muscle takes up a lot less space in your body than fat. So even though you're adding muscle mass, not bulky kids, muscle mass, that doesn't necessarily translate to a larger size. In fact, it can make you look smaller. And what happens is over time, as you're working out and continue to work out and do that strength training, lift those weights. When I say lifting weights, guys, I don't mean three-pound dumbbells, five-pound dumbbells. Uh, ladies, especially you, you should be lifting 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40-pound dumbbells for some exercises. You're not going to get where you want to be lifting three or five pounds. It's not going to happen. Okay, uh, But as you add that muscle, get stronger, you'll start thinning out, even if your weight stays the same. Okay, and let me tell you a story about someone. Um, this was a client I had uh, back in 2012-13 in that area. Okay, she uh, had come to me because uh, she was uh, going to get married, and her name was Barb. And Barb had worked out with me for about six months. Now, over that six months, 
<laughs> the funny thing was we had a running joke, which was uh, my goal for her was that she would have to have her wedding dress taken in right before her wedding. Well, three days or four days before the wedding, she <laughs> sent me a text saying, you bastard, you were right. She had gone for her final fitting, and lo and behold, they had to take in her dress quite a bit, actually. Um, I don't remember exactly how much, but let's say it was a full size too big on her. And that was after they had already counted for her uh, body changing in the meantime. Now, here's the thing, guys. Over that six months, she gained three pounds. When she had started with me, she weighed 145-ish pounds. When she did her final weigh-in with me just before her wedding, she weighed 148 pounds. Okay. She had actually dropped from a size 14 to a size 6 in that same time frame and gained 3 pounds. So that's what I'm talking about, guys. Okay. She added lean muscle tissue but drop dress sizes because muscle takes up much, much, much less space in the body than fat does. Um, roughly eight or nine to one, okay? So for every nine inches of fat you have, if you replace it with muscle, it's about an inch. Ballparking, I'm, I'm really simplifying, but you get the idea, all right? That's why I say instead of using a scale to determine if you're slimming down, it, you've got to use more tools, which is, your body fat should be tested, okay? The old tape measure is another way to do it. And that's why with my clients, we do all three, okay? And the truth of the matter is I wouldn't even use the scale except I need the body weight number to be able to determine their body fat. And I stress to all of our clients to focus on losing the fat, not the weight. That's what's more important. And I know that goes against conventional wisdom. I know that goes against everything you read in the media, but that's them's the facts folks okay body fat is what's key and if you're losing inches and body fat then my friends you're on the right track and that's where you need to focus okay and you know there's other things that you should be incorporating as you're going along with your your training we've talked about strength training okay lifting weights that's going to help you grow the larger, stronger muscles that could lead to gaining weight. But you also got to work in some cardiovascular activities. You know, things like walking, running, swimming, that kind of stuff. That also leads to the growth of lean, toned muscle. And that's what we're really focusing on. And the good news is if you do that stuff, your muscles eventually will stabilize in, in size. Okay, they'll, they'll adapt. You might have heard that term, your body adapts. And after time, that's when they get toned, they get that, that nice toning that everybody likes to see, okay? And not only does it look good, better, but because your muscles are stronger, you're able to handle more day-to-day, -day, you know, lifting the laundry basket, um, you know, doing moving boxes around, you know, not to mention your workouts. You'll be able to do harder workouts, which will in turn lead you to be able to burn more calories. See, it all comes together that way, folks. So, yeah, it can get frustrating and, frankly, disappointing to see the scale go go up after you start working out. Um, and sometimes, guys, it's not just those that are starting out. I've seen it where people who've been working out a while, lost a bunch of weight, will continue and keep going, and then suddenly see the scale bumping up. And it's the same scenario going on a lot of times. It basically comes down to you're building muscle faster than your body's losing fat. Um, and this can be especially true if you're 
genetically prone to build muscle. Okay, there's certain body types that will add more muscle um, more quickly than others. And that's not a bad thing, that's a good thing. Nice thing to do though is make sure you incorporate that cardio exercise along with it because that will help you burn a little bit more. Okay. Then the other things that you need to look at, and, and so there's the positive side of it, I guess, but there's things that on the negative side, I'll call it, the con list, let's call it, uh, that can cause you to gain weight when you start working out. Um, and number one, and a lot of people who use fitness trackers run into this, and I've talked about it in the past before, which is you start working out, you start burning calories, your body's saying, hey, I need more fuel. Okay, so you may feel hungrier. Now, that's okay, and that's not a bad thing, but the problem is, is we, if we have unhealthy eating habits, we don't give our body the nutrition it needs to be able to build that muscle, burn that fat, so on and so forth, and we start eating more junk. And then because we're working out, we think we can eat even more. And that's one of the problems I have with the fitness trackers is, is they feed into that mentality, pun intended, because they'll add those calories you did working out to how much you can eat a day. So, hey, I, you know, I worked out for an hour. I burned 300 calories. I can have an extra slice of pizza. No, that's good. Then you just negated your workout. Okay. And so while it's a good idea to use food journaling or to track what you're eating and to see how many calories you're doing, okay, don't overestimate what you can add to your diet because you're working out. And I see a lot of people doing that, okay? And they end up eating more calories than they would have if they didn't work out. And they justify it because they're exercising, okay? Uh, perfect example, I had someone who was working out with me and she wasn't losing weight. And it had nothing to do with, um, you know, adding the muscle mass or any of that. I mean, she'd been with me for about two months and we just couldn't figure it out. And what I ultimately found out was after working out with me, and she worked out hard, guys, really, really hard. I, I have to give it to her. She killed it in the workouts. But on her way home, she would stop at our local um, store and get an ice cream sundae as a reward for working out so hard. Wait a minute here. Yep, that's what she did. So she was working out with me three times a week and then stopping after every single workout and getting an ice cream sundae. She was, in effect, negating those workouts every single time and then some. And when we finally nailed down what was going on, because she was hiding it from me, um, and, I, and I finally you know, caught up with that, I, and she said it was because I was rewarding myself. I was motivating myself. If I worked out extra, extra hard, I could get a sundae. Which once in a while, guys, there's nothing wrong with that, but it became her reason for working out every single time she came in with me. Once she got past that, and we replaced that Sunday with some other treats, which were basically fruit, um, she started dropping pounds like crazy. Okay, So if you're interested in losing weight, you can't just break even with your workouts and having those rewards. Okay. Um, Remember, it's always bottom line. You've got to eat less than you're burning if you want to lose weight. Okay. Other side of that, and I've seen this one also, and I'm, I think this is becoming even more prevalent. Um, seeing it a lot lately, 
is that people aren't eating enough. Um, I think, you know, the media doesn't really play that up that much other than when we're talking about, uh, you know, the disease type not eating enough, okay? Um, and, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a, a normal person who doesn't have any type of diseases or, um, you know, is is just not eating enough to fuel their body, okay? They don't eat enough calories to give their body what it needs to shed the fat. And I know that sounds weird, okay? But not eating enough will actually slow your metabolism drastically. And they saw this in studies when they were looking at The Biggest Loser, okay? The people on that show are having horrific times now, keeping the weight off in fact most of them gained it back and then some and they're finding it even harder to get off because their metabolism was slowed so much because they were starving themselves when they're on that show um, i've read the reports where they're eating in some cases three four or five hundred calories a day and working out eight to ten hours so we're talking deficits of five six thousand calories a day your metabolism is going to shut down your body's not going to handle that okay and it becomes a lifetime thing. So you do need to eat plenty to keep your body fueled, but it's it's not just eating plenty, it's eating the right things. You gotta you know, make sure you choose the healthy foods that will let your body recover post-workout. You need your protein, okay? If, you're, if your idea of a post-workout refuel is an ice cream sundae, it's not gonna work, okay? What you need is lean protein, chicken, fish um things like that red meat's okay a little bit i know that gets a bad mouth a lot of times but i don't i don't have a problem with it i eat hamburgers um but i eat the leaner eater types okay um and it give what that does is the protein gives your body the amino acids it needs to rebuild that muscle and grow that muscle at the same time burn the fat so if you don't eat enough or you don't eat the right stuff post-workout your body is just going to go, I'm starving. I'm going to keep this fat because I have to make sure I survive. And I see that a lot lately where especially uh, people who are just starting to work out, they go, that's an all or nothing mentality. Okay, I'm working out. I'm going to eat 300 calories in a day. That'll get the weight off. Now, in the short term, guys, girls, it will work. You will lose some weight initially. But after a while, it's going to plateau and you're going to get into a really nasty situation um, with your metabolism and, and I can relate a story on that as well I got dozens and dozens hundreds of stories guys okay these are real-life scenarios I don't make these up these are all people that I've actually worked with uh, many of whom are still my clients but I had one um, really awesome woman and again killing it in the workouts but wasn't losing weight and she came to me and we sat down and we started working on her uh, nutrition, what she was eating and so forth. So as I do with many of my clients, I said, I want you to keep a food journal and write everything down that you're eating for an entire week. And she committed to it. And she, she said, I will write down everything. I said, I don't care what it is. I don't care how bad it is. If you, you know, have 16 bottles of wine, write it down. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to know everything that goes into your mouth. So she did an entire week's um, food that she had eaten, food and drink, 
and she was able to fit it on the front of one piece of paper, normal, regular piece of paper. Think about that for a second. Every single thing she ate or drank in an entire week fit on the front side of a single sheet of paper. Okay, that's a huge problem, guys, and it was for her. So when we figured it out, many days she was eating about 500 calories. The highest day she had was about 700. She was she had a job where she was standing all day long, very active job. She was coming in to work out with me for an hour four to five times a week. She was burning everything she would eat just in the workouts. Okay, so drastic, drastic situation. But she didn't have an eating disorder. It wasn't that. She just simply had decided because she re read in the media or saw on TV that if I ate less and worked out more, I'd lose weight and took it to the extremes. So I got her to make a deal with me. Now, she hadn't lost any weight in, I think it was like six, eight weeks, something like that, not a pound. I said, I want you to eat 2,000 calories every single day for a week, which is a drastic change. And I knew she wasn't going to hit the number, but it, it was like, let's try it. Now, got to give her credit. She got up to an average of about 1,500, 1,600 calories per day, which still wasn't enough, but it was double or triple what she'd been eating. Long story short, that very week she dropped eight pounds in a single week. The reason being is she was giving her body the fuel and the nutrients it needed so it felt okay to let the fat go. And the good news is, and it took a while, but she was eventually able to recover her metabolism because it had shut down so much because she had been eating that little for quite a while, not just in the, in the two months she was with me. She'd been doing that for years. She was able to kind of redial her thinking, eat more. In fact, she found out that she could eat a lot and lose weight which is something that happens with a lot of people, okay? Um, yes, you have to eat less than you burn, but if you're working out and rev your metabolism up, you can eat more. Again, that doesn't mean ice cream sundaes. Healthy foods. You don't pour sugar in your gas tank, don't pour it in your body, okay? But as she did that, she was not only able to eat more, she felt less stress. She wasn't straining all the time to figure out, how can I eat less? She wasn't stressed over, you know, my God, I'm going to a birthday party. There's going to be cake there. I want it, but I can't have it. She had it. And she started dropping the weight. More importantly, she started really dropping her body fat. And she's still with me to this day, and she looks fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So, again, if you don't eat enough calories, your body could very well slow its metabolism. In fact, likely will. So you need to make sure you eat plenty. Keep that body fueled, but focus on eating the healthy stuff. And then one final thing is, I, I like to talk about it a lot, is when you're weighing yourself. So um, that can come into play. So a common mistake people will do is... They'll come in to our studios um, through one of our programs, and we do a little orientation, and we do weigh-ins. Well, the orientations are usually Saturday mornings. So what will happen is they'll get up. They know we're going to weigh them in, so they don't eat anything. 
They come in and they get that first weigh in. And that whatever that number is, that's that's their starting number. Then, so let's keep in mind now they've they've not eaten anything. In a lot of cases they don't drink anything. Okay. So they're they're at a true body weight. But then as they go through our program, let's say they come to orientation in the morning, but they come and work out with us at night and they jump on the scale then. Well, instead of having an empty stomach, they're coming in, they may have had breakfast, lunch, snacks, they may have drank, you know, coffee, tea, water, whatever. That number is going to be higher later in the day than earlier. Uh, I've seen it where your weight can fluctuate as much as two, three. In my case, it's an average of about five to seven pounds per day, depending on the amount of water and food I've eaten during the day. So if you, you know, got your initial weigh-in in the morning, and let's say you weighed 100 pounds, and then you come in the next day and you're getting weighed at night, and you've had, you know, two good-sized meals, a snack, and been drinking your water all day long, you may be 105. So that can be th what throws it off, okay? What I strongly recommend is if you're trying to use the scale or, or the tools, remember, we're looking at body fat and those type of things, the best time to do it is to get up first thing in the morning, don't eat or drink anything, go to the bathroom, number one, number two, then take your weight. That's most likely the best time for you to have an accurate reading on the, on the scale. You want to do that the same thing every time you weigh in so that we're as consistent as we can be with it. Keeping in mind, though, that if you have a huge meal the night before, that could throw it off too. But at least then you've got some time you know, while you were sleeping for the, the body to adjust a little bit. Keep that in mind. So that gives you an idea, folks. You know, All of those kind of fall into play. And as I said, at some point, it's going to happen to you. It happens a lot in the beginning of your fitness journeys, your weight loss journeys, um, but it's going to happen throughout. It happens to me, even though it's been 15 years since I've had to lose my weight. My weight goes up and down and fluctuates, and I don't worry about it. Okay, um, it, It's not something I stress over. I know the scale is lying to me. What I judge my fitness on or... Um, where I'm at, I guess is the way to put it, is where my body fat numbers are and how the clothes are fitting me. That That's a good tell. If my clothes start feeling a little tight, then I'm like, okay, I need to get back on track. Um, if they get a little loose, in my case, I don't want to lose any more weight. I have to actually up my eating, which is something I'm dealing with right now. Because I'm working out super, super hard. I have a certain goal I'm doing. I've had to eat... My, uh, up my calories to almost four to five thousand a day to maintain where I'm at. Now you tell most people you're eating five thousand calories a day, they look at you like you get your head cut off. But that's what happens when you're training super hard. Okay, so let's kind of just think about that for a second. Focus not on that scale number. Understand that it's going to fluctuate. Focus instead on how your clothes are fitting, how you're. How you're feeling? Are you feeling stronger? Are you feeling, you know, less fatigued? Do you have more energy? All right. Circling back to that person I talked about, that woman I talked about at the very beginning of the podcast. Even though the scale hadn't moved, she had to go buy new clothes, and she couldn't figure it out. Well, what I did 
to, to round this all up, sum it all up is I then had her do, we did her body fat and we did her measurements. Okay, she had lost 3% of her body fat, which is a pretty big number. I know it's hard to relate to if you don't understand body fat, but that's a monster number. More importantly, she'd lost a ton of inches. She'd lost 19 inches in total in the two months, two, three months, but she'd lost seven inches off her waist, which is why her clothes were falling off. And the scale number hadn't moved a bit. She'd gained a pound. So that's why I say, when we talk about the scale, we have to understand that it's lying. It doesn't tell us the whole story. It tells us bits and pieces, but not the whole story. So in this particular case, she had added that awesome lean muscle tissue that we want to do. It offset the scale number. Okay, She was losing fat, and it all worked out to where she gained a pound, but she ended up having to buy new clothes. And that's where I'm going with it, folks, and that's where I'll leave it. So... Till next time, this is Dan the Nutrition Ninja. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me, dan at thenutritionninja.com. Uh, I'd love to get more questions. I'd love to talk about them. Um, I'll leave it at that. Have an awesome day. We'll talk again soon.